to the No Cartridge. It is post-hype. I'm here with Sam Sheehan. We are here to talk about Dank and Rampa. But before we do that, I did say, uh, and I don't know, if I, depending on how I'm feeling, I'll put this on the Patreon or everyone can hear what the Patreon has now because I'm doing this thing where I talk to people about new games uh, because I realized I can't play them all. Um, you're playing Persona 3 uh, re- Reload, Reboot, uh, Remastered. Um, reload, yep, you got it. Yep. Uh, also, hi, Sam. How there. are you? Good, good. The the load is in there. I want to be very clear about the, the amount of load in well, of course. Uh, Persona 3. It's a Persona um, game. There's all, all, yeah. all loads, all loads accepted. Yeah, if you that, go to a Persona game, uh, no loads refused, uh, and, and it's a yeah. reload. Is that acceptable? No, the, I, I'm, telling, I'm looking at the box art right now. Um, the RE in reload is blue, so it looks like an email is being written about um, a deposit. <laughs> at a certain type of bank that is being made um, and uh, they're, they're trying to get to the bottom of what happened um, they're just they're, 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 they're doing um, they're, t- they're thinking very hard about those Metallica uh, records yeah. Um. Yeah, they, they, they sent they sent me the email after I left the bank, and we're like, uh, "Sir, the state you left the room in, like, frankly, was unacceptable. The damages were well beyond what, 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 what you provided. You, yeah, yeah, you provided this. You are not allowed back in this place. So there's I, a warrant like, out for my arrest. So I won't. I won't uh, t- say who he is because that would be rude. But uh, mm-hmm. I have a friend who's doing. Um, like uh, had like fertility testing because he's he's a an adult and got married and you know mm-hmm. that's what you do sometimes when you're an adult and you're married, um, and he, he he was in one of those rooms and I was like, I had to ask him I was like so like did they did they give you like porno and stuff <laughs> like, in, in every in every like sitcom that's the idea like they just like go in and like Doug mm-hmm. Heffernan's looking at like. A magazine. He's like, oh, I don't know about this. Well, Carrie doesn't mind. Wait, is, like, that, is that is that not how it goes? Because he that said was there always... was. Yeah, there was okay, a video was you say, could put on and like a was... couple of anodyne magazines. And I was like, good. That's that's oh. so important that they give you some raunchy stuff. I, I mean, if there's like, look, I mean, there, there's obviously uh, a lot of problems with porn. We're finding out more and more. But if there's ever a place for it, like those places <laughs> should have them on demand, like Neo in his little room of requirement in the Matrix. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I like because like it, it, yeah. it seems like especially especially at a fertility clinic, like I feel like it seems yeah. like especially cruel. Like you're there. You're scared a little bit. You're a little embarrassed. Like, and they're just like, all right, just like conjure something. Uh, <laughs> you have to go to work, man. Like, hope, hope, you, hope, you've been, hope, you've been, hope you're working on your creative writing. <laughs> It's a video game podcast, by the way, folks. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, well, so, so we so we argue, but uh, yeah, no. Yeah. It's it, apparently that is how it works. Um, it, well, it just like cracked me up because like just the yeah. the ima- imagining the other thing about it is imagining it is just it is it is the last bastion of a a funny place you can find yourself in in a sitcom uh, like way of of the modern world. Yeah, yeah. So I was I was thrilled to find out. Yeah. Oh, well, and speaking of uh, overly sexualized objects in uh, in places they shouldn't be, Persona Three Reload. Wow, what a what a game, folks! What a game! Is it as good? so? Persona Three is one of your favorites. Yes, I okay. I am a you know again. 
I, I feel like the audience, as evidenced by like me saying things on this podcast, like uh, uh, Danganronpa V3 is the best game I've ever played in my life, and things like... No one gets like, too mad at uh, you, which is surprising. The, uh, well, and then I say things like, oh, The Last of Us sucks, it's bad, you know? And then people <laughs> so, get real mad at you. Yeah. So I, I, I'm like... Uh, you know, I, I can hear everyone eye rolling at my like contrarian brain thing, but I, I very <laughs> genuinely do think I have not. The only one I have not played completely through is the Persona 2 du- duology, which I hear is also very good. And I did okay. start those and I did really like those to start. So I think I would also really like those. But Persona 3 is definitely my favorite Um I've heard, I've heard a lot. Th- this seems to be like I think it mm-hmm. was a contrarian position for a while. Mm-hmm. I think it's come around. Like I've I've heard people say this that aren't you. Yeah, um, it's well, the thing about Persona Three was that it's like the gameplay like had this. It, you know, like really what it boiled down to was the gameplay. There was no party control, which was like kind of a deal breaker for a lot of oh weird. People, which is like very frustrating. So, there's so what like, you do? You just controlled the protagonist. You, you just controlled the protagonist, and there was like tactics that you like um, mm. implied. So there's a lot of memes about like Mitsuru, one of the um, one of the the characters. Um, her always using um, Marin Karin, which is a uh, you know just cast charm. Like, and it's like <laughs> Mitsuru, I need you to hit this guy with an ice attack so we can knock him down and do an all-out attack, please. And then she. Marin Karin, you know, like so just a lot, a lot of like your teammates like using the wrong shit at the same time, which I like is frustrating, but it's also not a game that's like devastatingly hard, like Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne right. or, or indeed any of the mainline like Shin Megami Tensei games. Like they're pretty, they're pretty forgiving. Like, well, and I was gonna say all. if you're playing yeah. a Shin, maybe that's the problem because like for me, yeah. when I hear that, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. like I'm playing a Shin Megami Tensei game. Um, I expect that sort of level of, like, utter frustration to come up sometimes where I'm just like, oh, I need to kill this guy. I'll cast this spell, and it immediately reflects and kills all my party members. Yes. (laughs) Darn, that's uh, that's not what I wanted to happen. So, like, that makes sense to me. But maybe that's not a Persona thing. Maybe that's a Shimagami Tensei thing. Yeah, because, like, they're almost opposites in in where, like, Shin Megami Tensei is about building out your party around your main character. Yes, 100%. and then like, and, and then like, the, the Persona games are more about like your your party members are kind of static. Like you can kind of shift them in and out, but they all only have like one element or one thing they specialize in. Okay, and you kind of you are. Uh, as you have, you are the one with all the demons, and you, you're the the protagonist in every Persona game is always different because he can sh- shift through all of his personas. So oh, to speak. okay. Yeah. So it reminds yeah. me. I mean, not not that part. That part is yeah. not like this, but it does remind yeah. me of like um, what are those games? It wasn't Devin, Devil Summoner Saga. It was like a shoot. They're the, they're Devil the Survivor. Not yeah, it might be that. Like, it, it's the PS2 ones where it's yeah. like... Um, There's Devil Survivor, um, De- Digital Devil Sagas. Digital Devil Saga, that's what I'm trying yes. to think of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it reminds me of those, what you're saying, where, like, the, the the basic idea is, like, okay, you know, you have a bunch of people here that are your are your party members who do their, their particular things. Um, make sure that you have the right ones in the party at the right time or else it's going to be a problem. Yeah, well, it's it's more just about you having, because you have, like, a stock of, like, somewhere between, like, 6 and 15 
of the mm. demons that are the Shin Megami Tensei demons. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, of like course, just, of course. Yeah, but that are just like, but they're they're just their stands now. That's the other thing that's like really funny about Persona is that like. Let's just say they crib very heavily from a bunch of other different things. Like Jojo, the, Jojo, and its and its after effects have been a, a disaster yeah. for the human race. Well, it, it's like I'm, clearly, I'm just kidding. Everyone who loves Jojo, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I love, teasing. I love Jojo. Well, no, and, I, and that's the way I said it. I wouldn't worry about it if it was just me, but. I don't yeah. want people coming after you. You're a, you're a JoJo. Stan. I love I love I love JoJo. Like like honestly, Persona Four and the JoJo Part Four are like the exact same fucking thing. Like literally the exact same thing. <laughs> it's it's like, the same picture. Come on, yeah. guys. You know, like and somebody and I didn't think Persona Three was like this, but then someone pointed out to me like, hey, isn't Persona Three kind of um, <laughs> uh, a lot? Like, um, oh my god, why am I blanking on the name? It's like the most famous anime. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it kind of a lot like Neon Genesis Evangelion? And it's not like word for, like, you won't know <laughs> what we mean by that until, like, the end. And me saying that, it's not what you think. It's not what you think when you're, like, thinking about that. But there are definitely some things that are, like, one-to-one. Yeah. But anyway, um... My, my my review so far is they've done a really good job at um, nice. keeping the game very much the same. I was really nervous when I saw how many, like, voice actor switches were because the original voice acting cast was so good. Um, but the new cast does a really good job. Nice. Um, well, I mean, and that's going to happen, like, uh, especially yeah. with, like, I was, I was noticing that. I mean, totally different kind of thing. But I was noticing that with people talking about the... Um, that X Men anime that's coming out, the the X Men ninety four or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, 97, yep. 97. and they were like, oh, they they got all these new voices, but they got the same Wolverine, and people were like, all right. And I was thinking, I was like, uh, you know, like that's sort of a, a Marvel thing that I can get behind in that, like, you know, it piques my particular uh, nostalgia, which is exactly you know what they want. Um, right. But it's like, you know, on some level, I kind of understand why you couldn't get every single person to be a part of this, in that like. Pretty sure most of those people might not voice act anymore. Maybe some aren't right. alive anymore. Like, right? Yeah. You do. You do a, a thing over years. It's. It's not always like just because people are like, oh, you know, like they're being greedy. It it could very well just be like we didn't have these people didn't exist anymore for us to do it. Yeah, and and my thing, well, and and the thing is, so the other thing. Um, with Persona 3 in particular that I, I love so much about it is I, I think it's one of the greatest OSTs of all time. Like, um, mm. Shoji Meguro is a, a fucking god. Like, I, I don't think anyone... I'm trying to think if there's anyone who has, like, as exemplary a body of work. Like, certainly not not anyone who's as prolific as Shoji Meguro, because we're talking about, mm-hmm. like, 20 to 30 years of just n- never, ever fucking missing, like, even once. It's crazy. Like, and, and like, yeah. you'll hear people talk about, like, the battle theme in Nocturne, and they'll yes. be like, yeah, like, they'll be like, I thought that was crazy, and then it was good. It was like, I can't even believe that, like, it crossed your mind that this was bad for one second. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, it's you do so a good. Bit, like, you do need a little bit of adjustment, and, that, and that's how I felt about Persona 3 when I started it, because there's a lot of, 
Lotus Juice, the rapper, is like heavily featured. So there's a lot of rapping. All right, the all right, let's go. And, and not was, seeing the problem, but uh. well, well, it's like very. Um, what would I say? It was uh, very Lin Manuel Miranda, but before the okay. the time yeah, to me fair. at first. And now I regret that comparison. Um, Lotus okay. Juice is by far and away way more talented. Um, and it really just comes along. But, like, he's just in his bag playing the piano. Um, I think some of the best <clears> – <throat> it's the best the Persona Party has ever been. Again, not, I don't know Persona 2, but outside of the ones I've played, 4, 5, and sure. um, 1, it's – Easily the best party. Every single member is good. Even the you played five, right? I did I, not actually. Oh, oh, okay. You didn't. You have you played four or any of them at all? Um, I played. I'm such a. I'm such a, like a weirdo with this stuff. I played. Um, I mm. played a little bit of one and two because I found them on PlayStation okay. when I was like a kid. Um, yeah, one is essentially like not recognizable as the same like type of game. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know. Yeah, and like yeah. I, I remember playing yeah. those games and being like, "Wow, these are so hard and weird." And then people were like, "I love these Persona games." I'm like what? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One is two. Two is a little more recognizable, where they're like the writing has like more personality because like one was like a just a PlayStation game, and it's like they don't really like have any like you know any of the other stuff but anyway I, I, I'm getting off track here what I mean to say is so far so good um, I'm really pleased with it um, I got really nervous when I heard the new version of the mass destruction battle theme mm-hmm. and it sounded sure, way naturally. different different and bad to me and I was like I'm gonna fucking hate this <laughs> has, was so has it grown on you like the mono cubs theme yeah exactly no it has it has it, it's grown on me a little bit I still I still prefer the original the original is so good and I'm it's it's so annoying because I was really looking forward to getting that soundtrack and playing that soundtrack not in like the compressed PlayStation 2 audio <laughs> that like nope nope you're gonna hear it you're gonna one. hear it in the compressed PlayStation 2 audio yeah <laughs> yeah but uh but we're not getting that so um the only thing I, I am still really sad they didn't at, put the FES content in there because I mm-hmm. think that stuff is um it's not good <laughs> again it's not good but it adds so much to the story <laughs> you know there's there, that's the thing with persona 3 is it's like a they fixed they put a lot of quality of life fixes in this this is a game that like very badly needed to be remade because it's like a perfect game except for how bad of a video game it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? no, like, I totally get that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like I, I like one of the one of the weirdest parts about one of the weirdest parts about games recently I've been thinking about this a lot because like I've been playing games that I'm just like well, I can't recommend these to anyone like, I, like right right no chance I can like you know like playing playing like um, starting Higurashi it's like well I'm having a great time but like the very I was like something came up where I tried to explain like a particular joke in it to a friend of mine while we were playing like Final Fantasy 14 so it's not like it's not like I was talking to you know, like someone who wouldn't be amenable to weird, like, um, uh, like bizarre, whatever, um, nerdy stuff. And it clearly did not land. (laughs) It was like, okay, this is, this is not working. Like her, her girlfriend ran in the room because I mentioned Umineko and like, (laughs) Oh, like my girlfriend just ran in. I was like, Oh, does she like Higurashi? No, she likes Umineko. I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) But like, you know, like I was thinking, 
By the way, just to just to verify, like Umineko is better, but Higurashi is also really good. Just like oh yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. Is, the thing is that like just most people pick which of the one hundred hour VNs they're going to. Re- no, you know, I'm gonna you I'm gonna know. insist everyone plays both. But yeah. I was I was yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot because like yeah. it is it ends up being this thing where you're just like okay like what am I what am I doing here if I'm playing these games and like I can't talk mm-hmm. to anyone about them and I've sort of been thinking about how like. The idea of having to recommend stuff to people in order to like make it viable is is maybe maybe a bad trap we've caught ourselves in, and like maybe it's okay yeah. even if you like something and you can be like, yeah, I get that this doesn't make it like a good game necessarily, but it it makes it better for me. Um, and I think like stuff like that is 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 absolutely like if you're playing something and you're like, okay, well this makes it a bad video game on some level, but it makes it a better experience. That kind of stuff is yeah. always gonna hit hard for me. Like I think I think that's cool. Yeah. No, and and, and I, I think your point is is very good because I, I nothing has cost me more enjoyment of things that I've really loved than them like the eye of Sauron of the Zeitgeist <laughs> turning on them and it being like yes. you know, like like just disintegrated by like and you know when things get popular, I I just want my things to be just popular enough so they keep getting made, so they're yeah, viable no, for exactly. You know, I, yeah, I want I want people I want enough people to be able to look at me and say like, ooh, neat. I'm glad you're doing that, uh, yeah. and give me give me my plaudits. And then not enough people where it's like you know Jason Trier's writing a book on it. I, I don't need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, right, please exactly. stay away. But. Uh, if you want to tell me how cool I am for playing the game, that's great. Yeah, um. exactly. Like, like I uh, really enjoyed the music of Phoebe Bridgers in 2020. Uh, I You're not really, allowed to anymore. Yeah, I, I genuinely like the, the the discourse beat it out of me. Like, I can't even enjoy. <laughs> I can't even enjoy funeral. Uh, like. The, which I think is like well, almost a perfect song, and it's like, uh, but she's cringe. She's cringe. No. It's like it's yeah. one of those things where I I feel like on some yeah. level we're part of this horrible uh, horrible subgroup of people yeah. that like this matters to. Because I'll mention I'll like I'll rib my wife about it, and like yeah. she she has like a song with um like on on her playlist of songs she'll have like a Phoebe Bridgers song. I was like oh Phoebe Bridgers, huh? it's like oh you must be so depressed. She's like I don't know. She's like kind of interesting i don't really care about <laughs> like, yeah oh okay <laughs> or like she had a boy genius song and i was like oh uh, <laughs> bet you didn't I, see their back and forth with obama and she was like not no, really no i didn't <laughs> why why would i why would i see that i was i would love to have the men in black pen to just have all of that like wiped away it doesn't help it's not it's not helpful it's like she's living a much better life than me <laughs> yeah it's like i don't need to like Oh, there's there's Paul Mescal and Bo Burnham discourse around. I don't give a shit. I, the, the music is good. Leave me alone. Same thing with <laughs> same thing with BoJack Horseman. Every I, I really enjoyed BoJack the first three seasons of BoJack Horseman, and then everyone had to fucking fight about it. And now I'm I can't like that anymore. You're either allowed to like it and think it's the most brilliant piece of art about depression of all time, or you can hate it. Those are your two options, Sam. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, uh, what if, what if I hate it? But if you like take it at face value and you like <laughs> give it a chance, it's like, uh, okay, you know, like, what about that? Like, I get it. It's cringe. Uh, and a lot of times, I get the the instinct to, you know, if something is too like cloying and precious about like mental health stuff, you know, like it, it, I, I sure. get it. Sometimes, sometimes that can be a bit much for people. Like, to be honest, like 
Uh, that stuff didn't really land for me in Celeste, and I really like that a lot of the time in other games. You know, like so. Yeah, no, I hear the, you. And yeah, like, so there's, there's, yeah. there's, 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 there's different mediums, you know, and like, I bet that's a pretty small Venn diagram of people like me who enjoyed BoJack Horseman but didn't like Celeste. You know, like yeah, and I think like yeah. I, I mean like one of the one of the yeah. things I think is is true about like the way that we're we like get into this stuff, and we and we can, we yeah. can move on to something else. But I think this is interesting. Where like. Yeah. You know, we, we end up talking about the ways that, like, you know, you're supposed to enjoy something or, like, whether or not it's good or whatever, like, you know, or whether or not, like, people should be watching it. And it always boils down to, like, oh, are you are you claiming that it's, like, the most important thing on mental health ever? Um, or are you claiming that people need to watch this because, like, it's critical? Should people be spending their time on this? And it's just – it all boils down to – even, like, even like the most well-meaning people, it all boils down to investment discourse where it's, like, is this worth your time? And like, I feel like you can just say like, maybe if if that's the kind of thing that you like, and and that's okay. Yeah. Like, you can be critical and like make a point about something, but ultimately, if it's like, if you're going on a crusade for or against something, you're ultimately it's ultimately just investment discourse. It's like you know, is this going to better you know validate your human capital or not? Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, I think honestly, we just need to. <laughs> I think everyone needs to like what they like, you know, a little bit, you know, more, yeah, no. you know what I'm saying? Um, unless or be really embarrassed more often. Uh, yeah. And never tell or, anyone what you like. Hold on, hold on. Or, or, <laughs> except for this podcast, in which you should listen to and let it dictate all of your tastes. Let's absolutely forward. go. I agree. Especially I Especially episodes that I'm on. Yeah, I know. Those are, those are the important ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it, it, yeah, yeah, I, I honestly, I, I agree. Um, let's, 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 uh, yeah, caveat to everything we just said doesn't make it doesn't actually work for this podcast. This podcast is uh, unimpeachable. Um, <laughs> no, it, it God's is, yeah. iron will here, <laughs> right here. I, I have, I have found all that funny. I'm glad. I'm actually glad we got a chance to talk about that because it's been on my mind for a while. Playing, uh, playing games that are. Uh, you know, if I post about them, people are like, why are you playing that shit? Like, oh, well, <laughs> partly because I like it, but also because, like, I find it interesting. Yeah, the, like, the games I like have always been there. Like, right now, Yakuza is kind of teetering. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very respectable. Yep, so, like, and, and that's good because I want them to make money, and I was very nervous about Infinite Wealth because I think they spent a lot of money marketing that game, and... I was like, I think they're in over their head here marketing a uh, a JRPG where a giant amount of the appeal is an encyclopedic knowledge of the seven games that come before it, or at the bare minimum one of them. Um, but it sold well, so that that's good. Turns out, turns out, yeah. getting Drewski to do your uh, yeah do your ads for you is is the secret. Drewski, um, huge JRPG guy. Um, really, uh, is that true? Really good. Yeah. Um, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be. Yeah, it could if be. you told me he and Jack Barlow just played a bunch of JRPGs together, I'd be like, yep, nope, that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> I, think, Drew, I think that's true. Drew, Drewski was just doing this stuff uh, to kill uh, time before um, Trails, <laughs> the new Trails game. <laughs> He's uh, he's he's really excited for them to get over into Calvard in the next arc of the series. So. I was talking I was talking to a friend about uh, Wise or Ease or however you say it. Um, yeah, I know I should know how to say it, but um, uh, he was like, "Yeah, they're finally putting they're finally putting the new they're like finally localizing the, the newest Ease." And he's like, "It sucks that like 
you know, they just forget about it, like us completely for a year and a half. But I'm happy it's coming. And he was like, I wonder if the, I wonder if it's the same for trails. And I was like, yeah, based on what I hear from their fans, it is definitely the same for trails. I, the um, Reverie like came out like last year. And it like it was like 2019 when it was released. Like it was it was localized like a full fucking four years <laughs> later. They they just didn't localize like the uh, the middle two games of like a ten game series. Oh, like I'm sorry. What six. did you want? Continuation yeah. in our giant plot based <laughs> game. <laughs> well, it just it made me so insane because I like luckily I got to play them because of the great work that the the translation people did at Geofront. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them, by the way. Um, so I did get to play them, but I'd be like, I'm like getting mad on behalf of everyone at someone trying to play like Cold Steel three, and it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, here's Lloyd Bannings, <laughs> and I would like, and it meant so much to me to have like the the the, the crossbell people show up and then like everyone else would be like what the fuck is this guy <laughs> it would be funny it's funny yeah. thinking about Danganronpa with that like where yeah. like you know like Monokuma makes a reference or like you know mm-hmm. in the second game when everyone shows up at the end and you're mm-hmm. like they're just like side characters you wouldn't know about unless you mm-hmm. read like a fan translated book <laughs> like, yes. well, why is everyone freaking out about this guy <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what like, and, and this is a perfect. I think I think this is why Danganronpa is a perfect. <clears throat> just for this whole meta conversation, I think Danganronpa is a perfect example of this because I've spent more time, basically since I played these games in 2017. The, this has been like one of my missions is trying to get more people to like give these games a chance, play these games because they really mean a lot to me and they're really important and I, to me. And I feel like. There are games where the brilliance is, like, not um, clear until, like, the very end of the game. And a lot of the value in the series is not, like, does not kind of blossom until, like, later on in the series. And so you end up telling people, like, oh, well, you know, it it can be a little bit hard to get started at first. Well, you know, like, the first three trials aren't really that good in the first one. But if you hang on for the, you know. It's the 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 Final Fantasy XIV thing where people will make fun of it now. And I've, like, I've stopped telling people to play it because, like, the the joke about it is absolutely true where you're just, like, okay, just make it for the first, like, first expansion. Uh, and then like, and then a bunch of quests after that, and then like maybe half of Heaven's Word, and then it really picks up, and it's like okay, it's so only like 150 hours in, you're really gonna enjoy it. Um, and as true as that may be, that is a hard sell. Yeah, and and that's the that's the hard part. So anyway, anyway that that's why I'm here doing propaganda. Uh, I think, and it worked on me. It, you, yes. you've done miracles on me. Um, yeah. I, I I am I was like I was hype in this chapter actually, mm-hmm. um, up until I was less hype. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I I like every time I come back to Danganronpa after uh, like a brief break, it's like I mean there are a lot of games that I do not feel that way um, where I come back to them and I'm just like meh like okay fine I'm back in this and it takes me a long time to get back into it. Um, Danganronpa like I'll hear the I'll hear the. <laughs> yeah, let's absolutely go. I'm here. This is so great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the sh- shout out to Masafumi Takata, who once again just fucking on. God, he he like he made such a banger soundtrack, and then he's out here giving us 
tracks like moon on the water mm-hmm. and and the, the 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 split decision split opinion uh like oh so uh, good and uh, I, I can i yeah. honestly like every time the mono cubs theme comes on i'm so excited <laughs> you are <One>. now listening <laughs> <laughs> two reminds <Show> time <laughs> this reminds me of play i put out a uh it's like my daughter was reading in the car for uh, homework while I was driving her rock climbing, and I was like, "You care about what we listen to?" And she was like, "No." Um, and so I put on a Silver Mount Zion. And she, Let's go. She was like, "Okay, like, I care now." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "She was like, they got a lot of. Uh, they really like using walkie talkies in these songs." <laughs> I was like. Well, you're right about that. <laughs> dead, dead on there, too. But that's that's just like once once you get into that kind of thing, hearing that is just so great. Like hearing hearing yeah. a little mumbling and newscaster voice about you're now waiting for a millennium or whatever is yes very cool. He was once the once powerful nation. Showtime! It, Showtime. It's really, it, it's really good, man. Rise somebody and went, sign. Somebody went through um, and like did a decomposition of uh, the Mr. Monokuma's uh, theme. Um, oh, really? And the yeah, and the the ba ba da 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 do that. Okay. That's like a that's like a garage band sound. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> like like that's like a garage it's like a pitched up garage band sound um which <laughs> da, 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 is like da, 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 It's like Yo yeah, you're right. There is. Yeah, and it's 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 very funny to me to think about like Masafumi Takata just making the most insane bangers that I like lose my mind over and he's just fucking doing it in garage band. It's it's uh it's truly something else, folks. Yeah, I think well, like I think by by three, one of the things that I, I've come and we'll we'll get into the chapter after this, I won't hold us up anymore, but like the the thing I've noticed about three because I keep thinking about it and 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 particularly in the context of it being your favorite. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things I really like about three is that it is like the moment everyone just feels confident on the cast. Like it's just like mm-hmm. all the choices just feel very confident and very, you know, choreographed and intentional. And it just like it, it works like every, every, and even when it doesn't work, it's like they're making a clear and consistent choice. It's not like in one where they make bad choices and it's like, oh, you just didn't really know what you were doing just yet. Like you're still learning. At this point, it's like, you know, they know what they're doing. It's a polished, it's a polished thing all around. And it just makes it feel so, I don't know, it's like infinite wealth. It makes it feel like a, a kind of a triumphant piece. Yeah. And I think what is, so, so something about... By the way, folks, if you haven't figured it out, we are talking about Danganronpa today. <laughs> Thirty minutes later, but we are we are we are getting there. People, to people love the brand, Sam. It's, it's yes. just you know, this is this is people people from YKB know this is where you come to talk about the nerd stuff without Trill making fun of you. Exactly, um, Jock exactly. Trill making fun of Sam. Yeah, he he slams the um the lunch tray out of my hands. He gives me an atomic wedgie. He is he, he's so cruel. Yeah, the uh, elastic waistband is placed um, up over the end of a, a ceiling fan, and oh then no. I, it's turned on, and I am spun around uh, in the atomic wedgie. Uh, so it's it's very upsetting that that happened Tr- to me. Trill um, is Trill is high fiving with all his friends the 76ers front office. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's actually a Monokuma style like execution. <laughs> you, you, like the fan just starts spinning really fast and do 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 And then you turn into butter again. <laughs> For those like, of you wondering what this means, go back and play Danganronpa 1 Trial 2. Yeah, that, God, that was a long time ago. Yeah. It's really Trial 2? Oh my God. I thought it was 3. No, no, it was two. two. It was yeah. a good trial. Three was the one where like all those people died, right? Anyway, anyway we'll yeah. get to it. But yeah, um, Dankarampa V3's Trial 3 is cool because it deals with the same problem that all the Dankarampas do, which is that um, arbitrarily deciding on having 15 students in your school uh, every time is um, makes it hard to get through chapters uh, without killing more than one student, and killing more than one student makes it really hard to do a chapter. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's very hard. So thematically, so this chapter, by the way, folks, we're about to we're about to get into spoiler territory. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Da- so, Danganronpa yeah. V three chapter three. So this one, um, this is a double like all chapter threes, which I can now tell you, um, they're all double murders. <laughs> yeah, no, every every one of them now. It's almost yeah. like it's almost like uh, again. I don't want to sound like I'm being mean, but it feels like Kaz made up a round number of uh, players uh, to have, uh, characters to have, and only yeah. in the middle of doing it realized, oh no, this is too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just ever since then, he's just been uh, sticking to it. Uh, it's the original sin of, uh, of yeah. Danganronpa. The, uh, yeah, the, the final one. So, so this one, um, the, we, we, we take a long t- time to get there, but this is a... Um, chapter with a lot of um, interesting things. They do kind of play with the format of more than one person, um, of uh, someone dying or more than one person dying. Um, This is probably one of my favorite moments in V3, which is uh, Kokichi um, uh, (laughs) um, laying face down with uh, blood on his head because he apparently smashed his head. But they do the um, corpse find music. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then instantly him, he goes, it's a lie. lie. <laughs> then have him pop up and say it's a lie. I, I, did, a, I, I did a couple yeah. of uh, – I, yeah. I spent my, I spent my uh, free time this time around talking to um, him and um, – oh, God. Uh, uh, Ultimate Assassin. Um, Maki. Maki, yeah. I kept thinking Mika, but I was like, no, there's yeah. no such thing as a Mika role. Yeah. Um, yeah, Maki, Maki roll. <laughs> Maki, one hundred percent. The need. I need a girlfriend who will uh, threaten to kill me and kill others um, in a systemic and ultimately disturbing way. Character. Yeah, Maki um, rules. Yeah, so Ma- Maki, Maki, and Maki and Kokichi were my were my free time events this time around, and one hundred percent great choice on my part. Yes, uh, I love Kokichi so goddamn much, and Maki is uh, yeah just a, a fan favorite, folks. Um, you know, you've got the, uh, the 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 ultimate tsundere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's basically yeah. she's basically um, any of the uh, sort of like hard nosed female guides in any of the other games, but she's even more cruel. Yes. Yeah. She she will literally kill you, like, and literally has killed people. So no, it's great. Very, I, yeah, yeah, I really, I really, I enjoyed her. I did try to talk a little bit more to um, Kaito, but he's he's out of commission in this chapter because they're ghosts and they make him sick. 
<laughs> I love how shitty. Like, I love that Kaito is like both. Uh, again, this is another just another thing I think V three does very well. I love that Kaito both is genuinely an enormously important leader and important part of the team because of how he grounds Suichi and like pumps Suichi up. Yeah. But is also one of the biggest, dumbest oafs who's ever lived. <laughs> it's, it's a very good balance. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, and like yeah. the, the, when this chapter was really going well, it's like dealing with the, oh, you know, Kokichi knows that Maki is a, is an assassin and it's made everyone fucked up because they don't know if they can trust her or whatever. And it, the best part of this is when Kaito is managing that. And, like, you get to see him yeah. build a friendship and everyone sort of be like, God, this guy's so stupid, but I really like being around him. Like, he's also very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and, like, there's something about him that's neat. Like, it's a very, it's a series of very organic and interesting interpersonal connections in this chapter, which I have to say is the only chapter three to do that. Yes. No, there, there's a lot of interesting things going on in this chapter. Um, we've seen the return of the... Uh, th there's, again, a, a pervading thing. We see the return of... Uh, we get some more memories back via the, the little light. Um, I forget what they're called. Um, oh, the, the, yeah, the memory flashlights or whatever. Yeah. 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 And we do get a, a, a little bit of uh, um, Angie forming her own uh, Gestapo. Yeah, that was uh, which, that was wild. I, I yeah. Angie made Angie made a great um, villain. It turned yes. out. Yes, yeah. So they so Angie just kind of uh, takes control of everyone, and uh, like all people in Danganronpa who um, are uh, suddenly a threat or suddenly getting a lot of screen time, she is immediately murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it didn't yeah. take long at all. Um, I, I it was kind of interesting that they set up uh, Maki as like a potential red herring with this one because um, um, Tenko asks her. She basically is like, "Could you help me like take care of Angie?" Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe not, but maybe because it's kind of freaking me out. Um, and and it, that never really pays off. And no one ever actually suspects Maki. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone's uh, Kaito. You, once you've got the 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 Suichi Kaito protection, you're uh, <laughs> yeah. She has yeah. blood armor at this point. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Suichi uh, Kaito plot armor for for her. Um, no, so you know we've got a lot of um, um, we then like you know because Angie is dead, we have sort of a contrived thing where. Um, Himiko is going to use magic to um, summon her back using a Necronomicon. Um, yeah, so it's it's like so the the whole chapter is very very much a um, a supernatural chapter because the the yeah. you know we start off basically with uh, um, you know the Mono Cubs short out Monokuma um, and you have Monodem sort of taking over and making like a a, a coup essentially um, and bullying poor Monophony and uh, and um, uh, mono, whatever the the other yeah. one, the the one who's the ninja, yeah. um, and um, they like they introduce the motive, and it's a motive where they get this book called the Necronomicon, um, which tells them how to resurrect one of their dead classmates, and they call it a transfer student um, that that can be resurrected, and uh, you know because Angie has made the student council who all believe in Atua. 
and believe in the divine guidance that Angie receives, um, they decide they're going to do it, and they uh, they they set to work. Um, and even though that doesn't work, then they do a seance, which is which is Himiko and uh, and uh, um, not Kyo, um, no Kyo. Um, yeah. Uh, the the ultimate anthropologist uh, wants to do yeah. his caged child seance and has uh, Himiko help with it. Yes, um, and uh, spoiler alert: um, uh, Kyo is the murderer. <laughs> yeah, it, like that. That actually, it was funny because I, I, in in this in this chapter, there's an investigation, and I'm not the only person who had this happen. So that was at least a little, um, mm-hmm. you know, helpful to know. But uh, in in the room, in the first room where you're investigating Angie's murder, um, there's like one thing. It's like I think it's pool of blood, and if you don't look at it, it like you you've already gotten the information from it. Basically, like it's a completely you know extraneous piece of evidence. But if you don't look at it, if you don't click at the right like set of pixels, um, you can't leave that room. And so I was I was like, why can't I leave this room? Um, yeah, I, I think that happened to me too. I think that happened to me too. Yeah, and it, it immediately yeah. like the first result was like Kia was the murderer in this chapter. I was like, God oh. damn it! Oh, yeah, yeah. You can't uh, look anything up in these. Well, I know, games. and it, like yeah, I never do, sucks. except I was totally yeah. stuck. I was like, I can't continue this chapter unless I know what's going on here. Um, and ultimately, yeah. I probably could have had I just like clicked around more frustratedly. But like, I yeah. I assumed there was some patch that I needed to install. But the. Uh, yeah, like, you, YouTubers who make videos um, where the title card is just the character's face and say, worst murderer? Uh, <laughs> Thanks a lot. Kiyotaka <laughs> in chapter three. Like, like I'm, I'm not even kidding if you go on, like, if you look at anything on Danganronpa on YouTube, it's just, j- like, f- fucking YouTubers just spoiling it with their goddamn title cards. I was, like, like I was blown away that it was, like, it was an, it was a, an, a fact that was like that. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, Come on, this is man. not helpful, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why would you do that? Um, but the, yeah. in, in any case, like I was mad until I got to the point where I was like, wait, <laughs> with uh, the second murder, I was like, wait, there's only one person who could have committed. This is not actually a surprise anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he was pretty obviously the killer for the second one. I, I, they definitely worked backwards from that. Um, yeah. The second, the second murder is Tenko, who is murdered during the seance. Um, yes, and you sad know, murder. Actually, it's it's, yeah. a, it's a bummer one. It's depressing. Well, it, it's 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 shades of um, it's got it's got shades of of Hina and Sakura in the first yes, it does. game, right? Absolutely, you know, it does, yeah. Yes. Where you have um, you have the 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 one girl who was trying to protect you know, her friend and died for it. And you've got an, another character kind of left having to live with that guilt. Poor Himiko has had or taken a real fucking beating, uh, which I had forgotten in the first, like, three chapters of the game. Where yeah, she's, she's kind like of like, pro- she's kind of a forgettable character, except that she has to be the emotional punching bag for everyone. Well, and just like, you know, she's like... She doesn't want to reveal her magic trick, so she's, like, under cross-scrutiny, like, throughout the entire, like, second chapter um, because of her, like, piranha escape trick is, like, what they think killed. Um, yeah, it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. I, I got to admit, that really grew on me by the end of the oh, game. Oh, it's so funny. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what, a, what a great choice by the voice actor. <laughs> yeah. It's magic. <laughs> I, it's just, it's such a funny concept, too, to, like, have, 
you know, because I think like Kaz, Kaz clearly has a little bit of contempt for that idea, like to, of the, the the hand waving as a narrative choice to just saying that something is magic and walking away from it. Right. You know, so and, and I think that like Himiko's entire inclusion is like stuff like that, where they it's just kind of they use her as like the. Explain, you know, it, it, she she's kind of the voice of his contempt for using that as a narrative device, and he just kind of portrays it as being like, well, he loves, very he loves, silly. he yeah. loves doing, he loves being contemptuous to, um, towards mm. people like that, where like he he'll like you know we'll you'll get a character and it's like, oh yeah, this this person um is the kind of person that I, uh, the creator of this game hate. Uh, yes. It, it's, yeah. It's it's fine. Like you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think with with Himiko, he does a better job than in the first game because it like he he's able to actually make a a character that you feel bad for that you kind of like you have some sympathy for, um, mm-hmm. and, and and like unlike you know the ultimate otaku in the first game who just was like, look at this guy. He's like. He probably consumes my material, and he's a big slob who I hate. <laughs> um, like, yeah, okay, we hate him too. Like, I don't know what we're supposed to get out of this. Um, with Himiko, like, I, I do feel I thought the I thought the last conversation she has with Tenko, um, which I mean, ultimately that whole dynamic can run its course, so fine. But um, you know, I, I thought the last bit she had with Tenko, where she's basically like, you know, Tenko's like, hey, look, like, you know. You get to talk to Angie. That's super important. Like, I, I want to do this for you. I hope that this works out for you. Like, this is this is you know, this I, I want to do this for you, and we're we're friends, and you know, it's it's gonna be fine. It's a really sweet kind of thing because it's like you have this whole like weird, um, oh, like she's a she's a lesbian who loves Himiko for some reason thing, and then ultimately it's like you know, it's kind of a touching little moment right before she dies. I thought that was very well done actually. Yeah, well, and I think that, you know, I, again, we, we've talked about this in the, in the past, but, like, Kaz, who he kind of does the, um, he kind of has all of the characters fit into, like, very um, hyperbolic, um, you know, tropes, mm. you know, so it's like she's the the misandrist, you know, Tenko yep. is just a, you know, like, like the over-the-top hates men, everything, like, implied... Um, lesbian who's like in love with with Himiko, but then, you know, the, uh, when shit gets real, he can, you know you can dig down and kind of calcify this sort of you know floppy, um, you, you, you know, tropey, silly, whoa! But it, right. it's it's a Kaz kind of looking at the camera, but but at the same time, that was a real person who was in love with someone who's now dead, you know, and, and yeah. all of a sudden, and it still has that punch. So he still has the fastball there in this chapter. And I do think that of the, the chapter threes, this is probably the best chapter three mm-hmm. um, for, for that reason. I was just so, I think what I was so annoyed by, I think I was more annoyed at Kaz than anything because he got me where I was so sure that Keo wouldn't be a killer because he made him so creepy on purpose. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah, I, no, for sure. And and I was like, I was like, OK, well, this guy will just never be a killer because that's like too obvious. But then he like did it anyway. And not only that, he like is just a psycho is the other thing. There's like seemingly no 
real motivation. Yeah, the motive. Really beyond, I, I, like I was a, trying to like. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what I what I missed thinking about the motive for Keo. It was like, no, there's nothing I missed. Like, yeah, he, he wanted to kill someone during the seance. Why? Like, it wasn't gonna. That doesn't make the seance work. So like, it's it's to send more friends to his dead sister because he's like a serial killer and everyone he kills, yeah, their ghost goes to his dead sister is the reasoning for that. Which um, is bizarre. Like it doesn't. Yeah, it's not not good by Kaz's standards by any such. Well, it's not even good by his. It's not even good by his like. I'm doing a serial killer standards. Like, yeah, like even even like the. Obviously, the best serial killer reveal is in the first game, but like, I think I think even like the you know um, the reveal of like cute justice or whatever um, in the second game is better than that. Like, I think it just works better. This is this is just kind of like okay, what what are we doing here? Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, you know. I think there. I think I, I was trying to like every time we do this, I try to put put myself back to like my playthrough, my like of Danganronpa V three and what I was feeling. This chapter started to make me a little nervous with the flashback lights and stuff, where I was mm-hmm. like, "Does Kaz know what he's doing? Because this mm-hmm. seems a little weird. It's like, a little uh, loose, yeah, yeah." And I, and I was like, I was like, I trust this man. I trust this man with my life. Um, however. Um, I think it's probably safe to say that most trilogies, the second one is the best one, and the oh, yeah. third one is usually the worst one. One hundred percent. And I was really worried at th- this point in this game, and then um, there was some stuff in chapter five, uh, in um, chapters like four and five, that made me go, "Does he know what he's doing?" Actually. <laughs> <laughs> And this was the start of that, like where I was like, um, there's a there's a weird yeah. inertia here where like, yes. especially with like the mono cubs, where you're mm-hmm. like, OK, wait, like we're at the point where Monodam has killed two of them, but there were only five. And now it's just like this weird emotional abuse that's going on. Like, and Monokuma yeah. seems to be a shell of himself. Well, what are we doing? Like, what is this? And I. You know, it was it's an interesting thing because like the the sort of conclusion of this one, um, I mean the the trial was fun enough and like you know it's I, I thought Kyo was going to be a more interesting character which sucks and that's like kind of like an uninteresting way to end him, but like the and then the seesaw thing is such a stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a, it's a board. It, you know, it's like, ooh. it basically ends up being like. Another version of like the the murder uh, mechanic that like no one believes, and you're just like, oh, yes. it was the, it was the fish gravel. It's like, why is the fish gravel here? Yes, uh, it's, yes. it's the return of that from uh, the, the second game. But like, um, you know, it, it it just like, or was that the last? Ca- I can't remember. That was no, you had, the right. last you had it right. You had it right. But like, yeah, it's just like, oh my god, like th- that's not helpful. On the other hand, I thought the way he handled Monokuma and like the Mono Cups was kind of interesting. Like, I was like, okay, wait, like. Monokuma coming back, Monodem is now like kind of like sullen and silent. Everyone kind of like is bullying him again. Like sort of sort of interesting the way they're they're managing that. Um I don't know. Like I, I thought there were like there were like ups and downs basically and um I do have to appreciate that he's going for it and there are ups and downs as opposed to just downs, which I think you know, I would I would assume and if you like laid this story out to me and you're like, here's what's gonna happen. In chapter three, I would be like, "Yeah, this is this is going to be a disaster for the rest of the game." 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was really nervous that the, I, I guess this was the one where I started to have questions about like a meta like about about the the the. The, the meta yeah. narrative of the game. Well, and I mean, I don't, is, I don't really yeah. know where it's going. I feel like, I yeah. feel like the thing that's going to come out of this and and be sort of interesting in it is that question of resurrection and like the, you know, the the funeral that we keep seeing and the, all that. I mean, it's it's interesting. Like it's a it's a pretty yeah. interesting idea for well, sure. Because because I, I think about like my main thing going into Danganronpa two that like really sold me on Kaz was I was like. Okay, this is great. I loved this game, Danganronpa. How the fuck do you write a sequel to right, that game? Right. Yeah, and, like, we, and we've talked yeah. about that. And like, he, yeah. he really does like that idea of you know, yeah. even, even the the kind of um, you know, even the the misdirection that like, oh, it's just yeah. an island and they're they're trapped here. Instead, like it it makes a ton of sense as like a sort of misdirection because you're like, well, I guess that's wacky enough. Like that's sort of like. You know, you think you're like, okay, in a genre game like this, what would the sequel look like? And the yeah. answer is, like, it might take place on an island. They might, like, switch it up a little bit or, you know, it might be similar but in a different location or whatever. Um, yeah. It all makes sense. And then, like, the, the curveball is really fun. Um, I agree. Yeah. Like, I thought I thought you were totally right about that being, like, a, a perfect way to do a sequel. Well, and just, like, narratively, you know, I guess it's just, like, you know, because, because the you know the the, the curveball in one is you spend the whole game thinking, okay, this is Hunger Games, like because you see that you, you're you're like primed for it. You see all the cameras everywhere and everything, <laughs> right? And right, you're right. like, okay, this is like Battle Royale. This is you know, Hunger Games. This is you know, like oh, we live in a society we're watching kids kill each other, you know. And then it just turns out like, uh, no, <laughs> uh, society's over, you know. And then yeah. I was like, awesome, what a cool curveball. Um, there's no way you can invent a reason again why 16 people are trapped in a place <laughs> where a bear is making them kill them again that I will believe. There's no way you're going to be able to do that. And, you're wrong. And then he does it. And he, you know what the, the thing that I admire the most about it is he does it in like a way that is like not cheap at all because he basically tells you in the opening credits of the game that it's a video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just kind of forget about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I felt I felt yeah. super smart because I kept bringing, I kept thinking about it. I was like, why was it a video game though? <laughs> yeah, um, I was yeah. Like, I That's because I'm so smart. I'm, I wonder if there's something like that in this one. Uh, hmm. Probably not. Hmm. Um. <laughs> um, but but uh, but he uh, but so so I I was so impressed with him doing that in two, and then I was like, okay. Um, it's absolutely insane to think that you could um, come up with a compelling reason for this to happen a third time. <laughs> um, but you, but you won me over so hard with how what you did in two that I'm willing yep. to hear you out. And then this is where I started to get a little nervous about it, where I was like, I I'm, I think when he tells me the reason for this, I'm not going to like it and it's going to, it's not going to satisfy me. And I was completely wrong. Well, but, yeah, and it's like, it yeah. is, yeah, it sort of goes back to that question of like, or that, that, that yeah. point that I, I keep coming, I keep thinking about where like, this just feels like a complete product. Like it feels like they're just like, okay, this is what we do. We make Danganronpa and it looks like this. And they, they are so confident in it that like, on a certain level, the the foible of of chapter three is already written in. Like it's just, it's just something that's going to happen, right? Like it's going to be 
and <laughs> unconvincing murder. It's going to be sort of a, a, a bummer of a motive and all that. Like, fine, that's what happens. Um, but on the other hand, like the the other stuff in there, the things they they seemingly can avoid, um, they do. And then you get like these sort of like wonderful little interpersonal moments in the middle of a chapter that you're just like, okay, well, like that wasn't the best chapter, murder and case wise. But like I appreciated the way that he built the characters, which is something I don't think you can say about the one, chapter three in certainly in D one, um, maybe in D two. I have a hard time remembering that one to be honest with you. That's the well, that's the mm-hmm. one at the music club. So that's there's some good interpersonal stuff in that one. But I think this one does does it the best, and I, I feel like that's you know yeah. hearing hearing what you're saying. Like I would be concerned too in your shoes playing it for the first time um, without someone telling me it was good. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm lucky. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. Uh, too, too blessed to be stressed. Yeah. Uh, Kaz was yelling at me like fucking Dutch. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Arthur! I need a little goddamn faith. <laughs> I don't know Dutch. All these flashback lights and well, gosh, it seems like you don't have much of a plan at all. Dutch, what are these exercises? <laughs> Why do I keep hearing about them? <laughs> Arthur, I have five monocups that I need to be rolling through right now. <laughs> now, you go get Hosea, and you meet me at Chapter 5, and you'll see. We're going to be, everything's going to be A-OK, all right? <laughs> and God damn it, I should have listened to him, unlike Dutch. Maybe that's a bad example, because that Dutch yes. was lying. But, yeah. Except, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if Dutch? What if Dutch was based? Yeah, what, that's, my you, that's my YouTube. That's my you. My YouTube essay is a. Is a uh, I just. I like. I like imagining yeah. your face, like just like thinking. <laughs> yeah. Based. Ooh, Dutch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ba- what if Dutch was based, and there's a picture of Kaz in the corner, like. <laughs> oh God! My my son oh. started watching YouTube videos that have those kinds of. Uh, uh, Things and I'm just like I'm like you can't make fun of these too hard because it's gonna make him think you're making fun of him. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You've just gotta. That's the thing I'm like most worried about with like having kids. Like, what 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 do I do when they like cringe? And mostly, it, mostly it, what I found yeah. is when they like cringe, it's like not nearly as bad as what people say online. Like, yeah, Oscar really likes Mr. Beast stuff, and I was like, oh Jesus Christ, Mr. Beast, and I'm watching and I'm like, oh this guy like does like pretty low end pranks and stuff and is friends with his friends. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, enough. that's whatever. Who cares? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I truly, yeah. I like everyone yeah. who's like, he's a, he's the modern day philanthropist we need. Like, I'm like, I don't even think he thinks that dude. Like I, yeah, I think, I think it's just a dumb just video. Supposedly, like, just like, uh, what happens if you put two hundred pounds of TNT in this uh, house? Yeah, the exactly. Boys are watching it from a bunker, and we light it up. Yeah, it's put like nine hundred right, fireworks well, like, in a house. It's anodyne jackass. That's you know exactly. Yeah, yeah. What was, yeah, what yeah. was I expecting? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's that's been that's been actually okay about having kids. Is like the cringe stuff mm-hmm. is like, you know what? It's okay that you like cringe. I like cringe stuff too. We can't all be like immediately in the best part of you know, live like unscripted TV. Like the the people who are born 
you know, ten years after me. It's, it's just it's yeah. what it is. You just have to, yeah. to kind of live live with live with the era you're born into. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's also uh, pretty rich of me to be uh, accusing the children of being cringe when I'm uh, I'm advocating for Dank and Rampa and admitting that I'm playing Persona Three Reload. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no one yeah. thinks you're cringe, Sam. No one no one has ever said that. Uh, uh, I think I think they do, and I think they're right to do so. But hey, <laughs> you know, I'll defend I'll defend to the death you're right to be cringe yeah i will i will say persona 3 reload uh dialogue nowhere near as uh soy and grating as the midnight suns uh, oh my god yeah did you finish it i didn't finish i i like half the well because like you could like good games came out so I oh stopped. right of course yeah you gotta yeah I mean, I, I, that's not fair uh, midnight suns is a good game the, uh it's a, a horribly written thing but the gameplay is very good well yeah like but why would you bother with it if you have well written games like that's That's exactly yeah that's the thing i mean that's what makes me feel okay about playing stuff like higurashi because it's like okay yeah look it's it's a weirdo anime game with like weird characters in it and like they all look like potatoes and stuff it's fine but (laughs) on the other hand dialogue that makes me legitimately laugh and care about the characters. (laughs) yes you can't you can't convince me that i'm wrong for liking this instead Oh no! And like Higurashi, like the the problem with Higurashi is it's like you, you just kind of ha- you have kind of have to get to like episode four, which is like f- forty five hours into the game before like it really starts cooking, which is again <laughs> what we were talking about before, where it's yeah. Like, yeah yeah let me let me pitch you on this uh, this um. 100 hour video game book. <laughs> oh, what's what's the mechanic like? You keep clicking the same button and it gives you the next screen of dialogue. Yeah. Somebody had a really funny uh, like post on Steve or something and it was like, "Hey Garashi, uh, when they cry guide." And it, it, all it said was like click uh they counted out however many clicks it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like a, a left left click uh uh you know 10,342 times or whatever the fuck it is, you know. Now you've beat the congratulations, you've beat the game. Like I love I love that the game starts with uh it says like it's like this journey will be very difficult, but I think it will be worth it if you can if you can master this and get through it, like seemingly yeah. unironically. <laughs> right. Like, right. Easy, like, okay, I guess. Like, well, I'll, well, I'll do my I'm, best to to master this difficult, uh, this extremely difficult well, mechanic. Well, one of my one of my favorite things about Ryukishi, and he does this a lot in Higarashi too, is he's like he keeps reminding you that it's a video game, and he like seems uncomfortable with the idea of like. VNs where he's just kind of like telling you like, hey, this is like a mystery novel. You're supposed to try to figure out what's hap- what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he keeps telling you at the end, like, like th- that's the gameplay is you're supposed to kind of try to figure out what happened. Like he's not just okay with it just being like a, a thing. It's so funny, funny that he would not yeah. be comfortable with that and yet he's making the most VN VN of all time. Oh, like Danganronpa is like there's tons of mechanics and stuff. And, like, okay, yeah, like, the main part of it is a VN. Like, you're mostly just reading stuff. But there's a million yeah. things you can do. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. funny to make a garage and be like, no, 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 it's not a visual novel. It's a it's a, it's a real interactive it's, game. It's, it's, a, it's a something else. But uh, don't worry about it. Um, but, by the way, that there's some there's some tracks on the... Uh, 
The, the Higurashi OST is is decent. The, the Umineko one is well, like, yeah. I mean, that's just people ab- absolutely fucking god tier. Like people lose their uh, minds about that. Yeah, yeah. The, the Umineko one, Persona Three OST, the Near Automata soundtrack. Like, there's God, there's so many like really clutch Danganronpa. Like, like there's there's some so many so many good ass OSTs out there. It was so funny but, when uh when um I went to I went to as you know, I went to go see the uh, the Near Automata uh, uh, orchestral. Yeah. It was was great. It was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. The story was, you know, not necessary. Um, <laughs> I was Let's like, I was like, wow, two B and nine S are here, and they're voiced by their you know, their real voice actors. Well, this rocks. I, I mean, I, I mean, you know, to, to be fair though, like you probably don't want Yoko Taro writing that because what would happen is like every third audience member would be a plant. And they and they would like rip their shirt off to reveal that they had you and your wives' names tattooed on their shoulders. But I'm, I'm pretty and, like, sure he did write it. I'm pretty sure twist. he wrote it. I'm pretty sure he just like he was. Oh, because that's sort of what he does now. Like he just he writes the. I mean, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined your joke. I'm just laughing at it for myself. Um, yeah, that's fine. Like now I get to enjoy Sam's joke. No one can hear over my rambling. Um, no, like like yeah. I mean you're right. Like Pete Yokotaro writing it would be like it would just be like too much of a mindfuck and you'd be like we gotta get out of here this is too much like I can't I can't yeah. be here for this <laughs> we'd be like going to a sweary concert and then being like oh did you uh or like a, uh, a Suda concert <laughs> like, yeah it was exactly I, somebody tried to get me to explain like what a Yoko Taro game is like I'm like it's kind of it uh, like they were trying to get me to do it in movie terms, and I settled on like Kaufman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where I was I like, it's it. it's it's kind of like being in John Malkovich a little bit, where like it, like like things kind of like disintegrate a, a little bit over the, over the course of the the you know as as things go along, like it gets yeah. like further and further and wackier and wackier from. Uh, no, I buy that. That sounds exactly yeah. right. Like it. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem with with current Yoko Taro, and, and people pointed out him being a little mean to him because he's still a young man. Like in in terms of creative terms, like he he could write new stuff any yeah. day. But like most of his gotcha stuff is just like these essentially a five hundred word story, and like he doesn't really have the time to work it out. And that was what ended up happening at the the orchestral thing, where it was like the story is two B and nine S visit an underground area after the bunker is after like the the you know the whatever the area where the cyborgs or their androids are is destroyed and uh, they discover uh, there's a bunch of dead androids down there and the power of death is is what is linking them all it's like okay so this is just the game right like you just you just yeah. wrote like a kind of a boring ending um, and I, I I critique because I know he can do better uh, but yeah uh, I, and I'm, I'm looking at the fucking uh, I'm looking at all of his stuff. I didn't realize he signed on for more mobile games. Oh, Yoko, that's what he stop. loves it. Stop. No, he loves Please. it. It's so I'm good for him you. because all he has to do is write 500 page short stories. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. And he can be like, I'm done. I, I did it. I, I wrote the short story. Uh, the, Fuck. Yeah, it's a drag, man. It sucks. Um, but I will say. Um, everyone mm-hmm. mocked me and said I was uh, going to uh, I was risking divorce taking my wife to a, a near automata uh, multimedia uh, <laughs> concert and uh-huh. she loved the music and it was, let's go yeah she said the perfor- she was like the story was a solid uh, D plus and I was like yeah. yeah 
Listen, that's not just you. Because she, she was like, I didn't like the story. Uh, and she doesn't play yeah. video games. So she was like, is that just because like, I don't like video games? Yeah. And I was like, no. No, you were, you were no, dead on her. there, too. Yeah, you were right. You were uh, right. Oh, she also knows Ball, though. Because oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure when City Ruins dropped in, every everyone was going nuts. Copied City. Get that oh, copied City absolutely. In, in the trap. Let's go. And it, it like, oh. it 100% was like, you know, she was like, the music was incredible. And, like, it was. And I think that's, like, there's something really cool about how powerfully, like, how powerful the synergy is between all this stuff that we that we enjoy because like yeah. when it when they're when it's all cooking like in near automata or in um i mean I, honestly in any of the nears or in um uh you know like the the better parts mm-hmm. of the dank and rampa series or whatever like the when it's really really hitting on all cylinders mm-hmm. it just it's it's it really is transcendent and like mm-hmm. you can see it because when it's hitting and like one piece is hitting but one piece isn't it still yeah, rocks fair. Like you're still like you know what this still is good. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I I'm trying to I'm trying to get get past that just because I don't know if you did you know that I'm not a One Piece truther that's it's it's caused huge schisms in my anime chat. Wait 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 wait. I, I didn't mean. I, did I say One Piece somewhere? Yes. Did, I was. Did you? I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to reference One Piece. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you. I thought you were talking about One Piece. No, no, the, the no. anime. I was, I was talking like, about like when oh. like the two things come together as one. Oh, like the music as and one the, piece and the, and the writing. Okay, this is how anime brained I am. Where I was like, oh, why did he start talking about One Piece? I don't think One Piece is that good. Oh, I, can't, I, know, I a can't lot agree of, with this. Almost, I can't agree with this. Almost every um, recurring guest on on No Cartridge does not think One Piece is good. So, oh, let's go! Yeah, everyone on the everyone on the anime podcast, uh, mm-hmm. Piss slash Andrew, especially um, big time One Piece hater. Um, so I, I don't even I, I don't even hate it. I just think it's like very it's just like very normal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's just I think it's just been on forever. You know what I'm saying? It'd yeah. be like if if the things. And I think that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like like if the if if the the stuff I really liked when I was. 10 was still on television absolutely i'd still be watching that shit like are you kidding me and i don't I know man like I, the simpsons yeah. is still on and i'm not watching that i guess that's true <laughs> like, I, I feel like that is the I, that's the, the thing well, where it's like the, the difference is one piece stayed the same quality or maybe okay. even got a little better you okay. know? yeah like, that, whereas, that is different if there was like still quality yeah i'd, yeah. I'd watch that garbage simpsons got handed over to like the the rich kids i was in fucking um like sections with that that was like very upsetting to me and my own like designs on being a, a comedy writer when I just realized like it was like I didn't realize that was like a rich kid profession. Oh yeah, no for <laughs> like, sure. Like, you gotta yeah, you I, gotta like, be got writing. There and I was, yeah, you gotta write for the lampoon baby. Yeah, well, you just you have to like have you know be able to take like nine million dollar like UCB classes while uh not working mm-hmm. <laughs> like in something so anyway I don't mean to be bitter about that I'm sure those people are are uh are talented at some things uh just not the, writing comedy the Simpsons, yeah the, the Simpsons writers are you know they, we, they, they, they do okay we love there's, our there's, we love our funny Sam everyone let's like there's been some good. I, well, I, I don't want to sound like it's our grapes. There's been some good, genuinely good, like SNL like people that have come out of that. Just I, Simpsons has just seemed like really brutal, pretty much. Since, oh my god! Uh, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah that's yeah, absolutely. 
Um, well, I feel like I should let you go because if you're tired enough to hear me say One Piece and then immediately think I'm think, talking about One Piece, I'm worried about you. I'm worried that you're getting to be sleepy. I'm dying. Yeah, I'm dying. I had, I had too many uh, anime anime connections uh, spawning with thing. Well, I you know I think another successful Danganronpa pod. We successfully talked about it for almost 25 minutes in this one <laughs> was, hour. And listen, no one's recording. no one's gonna blame us for this. It's it's it's. Part three. It's a bad chapter, folks. I, right. I gotta admit, it's a bad chapter. I told Trevor yesterday, before, like last time we. It really motivated me to play it because Sam was like, yeah. "This is a bad one," and then we didn't podcast this for is, three weeks. However, <laughs> it's the last bad one. Every other chapter is very good from here on out. I'll have a lot of good things to say about it. I think Trevor is going to love the three chapters coming up. They're all very good. They're among the best in the series. I'm very excited. So, now Sam, let me ask you. Yes. What is your favorite part of this chapter? What was your favorite part? Let's say one nice thing about our about our horrible redheaded stepchild. Um, I liked Monodam kind of like taking over. Yeah, um, I liked that. That was fun. So, yeah. He was always my favorite Monokaba. I was very sad when he got uh, when he got killed in the execution. In yeah. This one. Um, well, I mean, you could see it coming. He had he had overstepped yeah. his bounds a little bit. I thought it was funny that like with Monokuma out of the picture, he um, he took over in like the the art. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in between chapters, like they have him as like I think pretty sure they have Monodum as the Terminator. Yeah, he's the Terminator. He's ET. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really a good. A lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff like that in there. A truly really cracked uh, story where he says when he was in his former life, he was a fish that was bullied because he learned to grow legs and come on land, and people mocked his fishy smell um very very cool very very weird i love kaz's kaz the monokuma theaters dude like they're so good they're so good they're so good he's such a king i love he just gives himself himself a little time to like maybe these guys just really want to write short stories which i get if you if you if you like i think i think the monokuma theater is where where you have to be like okay if I don't like the Monokuma Theater yet, I think I just have to keep playing this game more till I get it. And then once you yeah. like it, you're like, okay, you're you're in. You get it now. You get what this yeah. is all about. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a it's a wonderful game, folks. My well, favorite part favorite was part. looking up uh, the execution to clarify something and finding that someone had written a whole Wikipedia on the ways that uh, all of the execution things that happened to Kyo were. Uh, anthropologically correct and reference something that happened in like the Tokugawa period and stuff. That was uh, let's go. Just love, just love that our, the, our finest minds are on it. Yeah, I, I did know. I, I was enough of a weeb to know that the, the like the boiling pot. Mm-hmm. That was like how they. Um, I think it was Goemon. The, yes, yes, um, it's Goemon. The bandit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the 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 bandit. The uh, the bandit. The people who have played Bur, uh, Persona Five know that that is um, you. Oh wow, I can't remember his name now. Yuki, mm-hmm. I can't remember his. Uh, but that's his persona because all Persona Five, they're all like rebellious characters. Like yeah. it's like Captain Kid and Arsene, the gentleman uh, thief, yeah, thief, yeah. and yeah, yeah. So, but uh, Goemon is one of them. So uh, yeah, and that was uh, a reference to him being caught and boiled alive, I believe, in a pot. Indeed. Yep. So, nope. You were one. Yeah. According to the extremely fanatical Wikipedia person, you're correct. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I like that. If there's one thing this game needed, it's more references. Yeah, there's not enough. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go, what was yes. the school bell reference? Is that something I shouldn't know, or is that something I'm forgetting? From, you know, maybe you don't remember, because like, it's been Yeah, a I was going to say, could you, you might yeah, I can't, I can't, sorry, I, I totally, yeah. um, there's a part where, it's, it's when they're talking about 
the so there's a, a mechanic in this where <sighs> stupid uh, Keo attaches a um, katana into a <laughs> into a <laughs> an effigy by sticking it into its chest an effigy of Kaide and spinning it around so that it spins back around and shuts a slide lock um, correctly. Um, and it leaves some gold dust on it. And Monokuma says, that rings a bell, a school bell, actually. Um, although that's a story for a different time. And the Monokids are like, what's that about? Um, and it doesn't explain it. I, is that a reference to a previous game? That is like, it totally missed me. Um, it is... I is the is it is he's swinging around the sword, right? Yeah. yeah. I I think if I'm remembering correctly, I think there's gold dust that drops off the sword. There is, yes. Yeah, and I think that that's a reference to the first trial with the golden sword um with um in one where uh the gold sword with the plating that um the murder the, the, she tries to de- um she tries to kill Leon with like, do you remember the gold sword oh, is like supposed yeah. to be the murder weapon in the first one? The, yes. the, there's a whole thing with the gold sword. Then the, the gold like flakes fall off. I think that is what they're talking about. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that, that, that adds up. I was like that. Uh, that's uh, that, uh, an extremely mean <laughs> reference. I was gonna say, well, and I'm also uh, it depresses me that I was able to remember that. It's like I struggle with loved ones' birthdays. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, the, okay. Here, someone actually, someone actually mentioned it on 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 Reddit. Let's see, that evidence mm-hmm. rings a bell, specifically a school bell, monophony. Huh? Are you talking about a different school? What school was it? Now, now, that doesn't matter anymore. Let's not dwell in the past. Um. What was the evidence? Um, I think I, I, I think that's what it is. I think it was about the, the yep, sword. Yep, case 1-1. One, one. You're totally right. Yeah. The golden katana trophy from the first trial of the R1. Wow. Good job. So, yeah, we're, we're doing, we do a little trivia here, Take folks, that. Too. Take that, Sayaka guy. Sam's yeah, well, got I'm, you this I'm pretty, time. I'm pretty good at uh, trivia stuff. You know, if they had a... Um, if they had a contest, <laughs> no, no, they'll got, never you have got, that. You got a, no way. You, where, you, where you got a girlfriend by <laughs> um, guessing anime openings as quick as you could, and you had to defeat people by doing that. I think I'd be pretty good at that. So let's let's bring back <laughs> let's let's bring back winning girlfriends by contests, everyone. Yeah, I think I could. I think I could. I'm gonna do that. Well, you, you don't necessarily win the girlfriend. Like she's just impressed by by like. You no, know, I was. My I wasn't accusing you of anything. I think. I also yeah. think if you had to, if like if you were being sold into slavery or something, Sam, a lot worse people you could be sold to. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't really want to, you know, dabble in slavery. I feel like I'd have some pretty strong <laughs> boundaries on that. Um, I probably, I, I, I would more just, uh, you know, you know what? want to impress someone. That's by, why, uh, you know what? That's it, why. Yeah. That's why everyone knows you're sincere about this because even, yeah. you know, you're, you're not even willing to entertain slavery. No, 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 not, uh, not even uh, in the in the in the the, the hypothetical of uh, <laughs> this this alternative world where knowing anime openings is is sexy. We've, we've, uh, we've really unpacked a wonderful place here. Yeah. Um, all right, Sam. Well, where can people find you? 
the You Know Ball podcast uh, airs twice a week, uh, once for everyone and once for our beautiful Patreon subscribers. In the Patreon episodes, uh, we get a little silly with it. Uh, we have some uh, some fun jokes that don't go in the big one. Um, namely, we're meaner on that one. So, uh, you know, subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, check us out if you're an NBA fan. Dame Lillard super fans on the planet. We love the Bucks this year, folks. The Bucks can do no wrong. It's going great. Doc Rivers has those guys Humming. motivated and ready to play ball. <laughs> um, I think Doc is really happy that he's not golfing right now. I think he loves coaching the All Star Game. I think he's. I think it's a lot of fun for him. So, um, <laughs> so that's that's uh, that. And uh, or you could just uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, NBA uh, Baby Secret. So right. Right. All right, Sam. Well, uh, so you get sued for Chapter 4? Uh, it sounds like a plan. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts um, and, and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to.